Hi, this is Jennifer. This is episode nine of the Corporate Flight Attendant Podcast. As you guys know, I've been a contract corporate flight attendant for over five years. I'm giving you the brutally honest truth of this industry and of the job itself. I have a book. Take a look in the show notes. I do not repeat information between the book and the podcast. Also, you can email me at freespiritpodcasts at gmail.com. That's with an S. If you have any topic suggestions, if you have any questions, give me feedback. That would be incredible. And as always, like, subscribe, give us five stars, review the whole nine yards. I'd love that. All right, so we are starting with the tip of the week, which is to watch the TV show Succession. I know I do this to you guys a lot. I say, watch this show, watch this show. I'm telling you that because it's true to life. And in Succession, when they are on private jets, they're true to life. One episode, they're on a Challenger. Another episode, they're on a Falcon 7X. These are jets you will be on. So pause it, take a look, look around, see how everyone's seated look at the layout of the plane. Also, Succession is a really good character study in regard to a billionaire and how they may act. Now, this guy, Logan Roy, is a complete terror, so (laughs) don't be scared about that, but just in regard to how he may interact on the plane, how he may interact with other passengers, with you. Again, it's all very It most likely will be very professional and that's what you can expect but you can definitely look into that personality and what it's like to fly a family of that caliber. I think that would be kind of a cool case study and then you get to see the planes. All right so we're going into our topic today which is assault and sexual assault. I know these are not happy pleasant topics but I want everyone to be prepared before they step on a private jet. I have not heard of anyone being sexually assaulted that I know or anyone having the shit beaten out of them by a passenger on a private jet. I personally have never heard of that. However, if you watch the Kevin Hart documentary, I believe on Netflix, in one of the episodes, they actually have to emergency land the plane because Kevin Hart gets physical with one of his passengers. They get in a physical fight. You really have to be prepared. In regard to harassment or sexual harassment, I'm not talking about that today because that is in my book. And you can buy my book and you can read about it and there are some surprising elements I will say in there of how to report and who to report to and you may be extremely surprised. But today we're talking about more serious incidents of assault and sexual assault. Scenario number one is the passenger walks on and alarm bells are just going off left and right. Your intuition is saying something is not right with this person. I should not be alone with this person. Now, if this person is your owner and you're on a full-time account, you really need to think about that because that is not a situation you want to be in all the time where the minute an owner walks on the plane, 
you feel as if you're not safe. That's not a good situation and you need to evaluate that whole employment carefully because I personally wouldn't feel comfortable in that scenario and I don't think you would. But let's say it's a charter. Let's say it's a passenger you've never seen. They come on and something's not right and unfortunately you have them alone or maybe you have them with one or two other people and you're just getting a bad vibe. What do you do? Here's what I would do. I would keep the door open between takeoff and landing. What I mean by that is the door between the galley and cockpit between those two and where the cabin is, where the guests are sitting. That's the small sliding door I'm talking about. So for the rest of this podcast episode, that is a door I'm referring to. The one between your galley most likely or your cockpit and your guest between that separating basically the crew and the guests. Do not close the door. And by the way, you shouldn't ever close the door. And if they give you a problem, just say, I apologize. It's from the pilots. We, the pilots would like the door open for takeoff. And they can take it up with the pilots if they have a problem. I would also say something like, we're going to take off very soon. I will take your drink orders and et cetera, et cetera, after we're in the air. Now, you obviously want to go and talk to the pilots. Once you have that situation under control, you want to talk to the pilots, but you don't want to jump on them when they're trying to take off. That is a very stressful time to try to talk to a pilot. So personally, I wouldn't talk to the pilot at that time. I would wait. Let the pilots take off, let them get to altitude, and then say, I have to speak to you about something and then speak to the pilot and say listen I'm just gonna be honest with you I feel uncomfortable something doesn't feel right to me about this passenger or these passengers and I just feel really uncomfortable going back in cabin and having the door shut because I know what you guys are thinking right now don't shut the door Well, there are going to be a lot of scenarios where they don't want to see the galley of the plane and they don't want to hear all that noise coming from up front. So they ask you to shut the door while they serve. There's also another scenario of, especially in a plane such as a global, they have bedrooms in the back. You're going to have to go in back and serve that person in the bedroom. That happens all the time. Now, in the instances I've done that, The door is obviously open to the bedroom. Obviously, you have to open the door. I trusted that owner. I trusted that passenger. I've personally only ever seen it with owners, but I trusted that owner. The owner was fully clothed. I didn't feel unsafe. All I had to do was drop a tray of snacks on the bed, and they're on a business call. So it wasn't a big deal, but you may be in those scenarios. That's why you have to take care of yourself. So you wait until altitude. You talk to the pilots. The pilots may say to you, okay, let's come up with a solution. One solution is they may say, okay, the door absolutely has to stay open this entire flight. And they can go back to the passengers and say, we may be experiencing turbulence. We're seeing it on our radar. We have to keep this door open. Okay, so that's one solution. What about serving them? The pilots may then say, 
you know what, every time you have to serve them, one of us will get up, we'll take a bathroom break, which they're really not going to do, they're going to watch you, or we're going to make a cup of coffee, or we're going to have an excuse to get up with you. If it's a forward galley, that's much easier. If it's an aft galley, they're going to have to come all the way in the back, and you're going to be in the back with the passenger. So you have to think about that. That's something you may have to, you know, that door may have to stay open. And if it's something where you think that that passenger is going to jump up, close the door, and something's going to happen, you really are getting that intuition. It's that strong. I would bring that to the pilot. And I would say, I I don't feel comfortable. And the pilot may come up with a solution of, okay, no service today. We're expecting a lot of turbulence, no service. Whatever the pilot has to say to keep you safe. But the whole point is, you're not alone. If you feel something, definitely say something to the pilot so they can help you out. Another thing I wanted to say is in this situation, on takeoff, you either sit in the crew rest by yourself or you sit preferably in the jump seat behind the pilots. Now, if you have to sit in the back with the passengers, now that door's open, and you still feel uncomfortable that something may happen with takeoff, then again, you have to speak to the pilots about it and say, is there any other option for me? And they would come up with something. Let's say not to bring it down a level, but let's say the worst happens. Let's say a person is sexually assaulted or assaulted on a plane. I would hope that that individual, even though I'm sure they're in shock, would tell the pilots that would be considered an emergency landing. They would tell the control tower why they are emergency landing. There would be police and there would be ambulance on the tarmac and that flight attendant would be taken care of in that way. It is serious. It's not something that would be overlooked. It is considered a serious matter to emergency land. Here's my experience. I've never had anything like that happen, but I did have an experience of physical intimidation. There was this guy who came on the plane with his family he was a complete nut job. He was yelling the whole time. He was in the galley, looming over me, screaming almost the whole flight. And when he wasn't, he was sitting down, just harassing me. I didn't pour the wine right. Uh, my grammar was not correct. By the way, I taught English. <laughs> so my grammar's pretty good. And his English was a second language, and he was correcting me on that. It was just nonstop. He was. This guy was a nut job. I think he had mental issues and he was also on drugs. That's my guess. But the weirdest part of it is his family just sat there like nothing was going on. I have a feeling they see it all the time, which is so pathetic and so sad. Anyway, when he came in the galley, he was looming over me, screaming, I'm five foot one and a half. He was probably six two, six three. He was starting to physically intimidate me and come in my, on my space. How did I handle that? Probably not well because I was a new flight attendant and I didn't want to, you know, ruffle any feathers. So I just said, I'm sorry, sir. I apologized. He finally calmed down the last 20 minutes of the flight, left the plane, threw me a $300 tip. And that 
that was pretty much it. I was not happy with the management company because one of the reasons he was flipping out was he didn't have any of his preferences. Well, the management company didn't send me anything about his preferences. I had no idea. So they set me up and I didn't like that and I was not happy with them. I found out the next day that he complains about flight attendants all the time and he likes me. Uh, I don't know. The only, again, this guy was nutty, so I, I don't I don't know where that all came from. I do know that now as a seasoned flight attendant, I would say something. If that situation were to happen to me again, I would simply say, sir, you're physically intimidating me. You're getting in my space. You need to sit down. And I would talk to the pilots and I would tell them, I'm not serving him. Sorry, but it's not happening. And I would stay up front with the pilots. And that's how it would go down. Because now I realize that I was allowing that behavior. And it is something to be concerned about if you're being physically intimidated. It can turn into anything, especially if that person is mentally ill, with all due respect, and at the same time on drugs. That's a good example of, okay, how do I react to this situation? How do I respond to it? and do it accordingly. And yeah, if you feel physically intimidated, if you feel like someone's about to hurt you or hit you or do anything that they shouldn't be doing, definitely get yourself out of that situation and talk to the pilots. The other thing I wanna say about that situation I wasn't happy with was the management company knew this is how he acted with female flight attendants. So I felt that I was set up and just basically thrown in with the lions and I really didn't work for that company ever again because if that's their policy and they swept it under the rug how he treated me and they swept it under the rug with every flight attendant so I said no thank you I'm good oh and I forgot a scenario <laughs> that I was in so I apologize going back to that first scenario where the person you don't feel right about them alarm bells are going off I had an incident like that one passenger I can think of he came on the plane but he was on a plane full of people the other owners were there he was one of three sports team owners no one liked him the employees the other passengers they all hated him no one would talk to him there's just something really not right with him and I felt if I were on a plane alone with him I would have done exactly what I recommended in that scenario talk to the pilot saying I don't feel comfortable serving this person alone so I did have an incident but yet the plane was full so nothing had happened so let's think about this in the hundreds and hundreds of trips I've done and the hundreds of legs, maybe even over a thousand in regard to the legs I've done, I've had two incidents. I'm talking to you about two incidents. So you really shouldn't be worried about this or intimidated, but I just want you to be prepared. And I want you to understand the full scenarios. And again, if you want to find out about harassment and sexual harassment, definitely read my book and see what happens there. Again, it's pretty surprising, probably not what you think. Find me and my other podcast, Two Enlightened Bitches. When you see the image of a red wine glass, you are in the right place. That's my co-host and I, Michelle. We're two award-winning authors speaking about the metaphysical with irreverent humor. Email me at freespiritpodcasts. That's with an S. If you have any questions about this episode in general, 
feedback, topics, anything you'd like to talk about. Until next time, happy flying!